Hello, hello, and welcome to Dank Farrick, a Star Wars podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Carlos, and I'm here with the other host, Tyler. And today, we're going to have a juicy one. Uh, at last, we have uh, The Mandalorian coming back after two years of waiting, uh, desperate waiting. We got some of it with the Book of Boba Fett, but we all know how that went. We don't, we don't <laughs> talk about that. Um uh, so yeah, so uh, basically it's been two years. We finally have the 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 thing we, we care about in the Mandoverse, which is how it all started between Grogu and Din Djarin. Um, we we're going to talk specifically about the first episode since that's the only thing that's come out so far. And um, yeah, I'm so excited to, to talk about it. I just watched it this morning and um, I have feelings. I don't know about you, Tyler. Do you have feelings? Of course I got feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so overall thoughts, first, first things, and then we'll drill down. Um, I personally, uh, I liked it. I liked it too. It wasn't, it wasn't on the grand scale. I felt that season two's, uh, premiere was Yeah, like nothing, nothing beats the giant crate dragon battle, but I feel like they tried to make like a sort of mini version with that, with that fucking crocodile. Yes, the crocodile undy. But it it was just so obvious that he was gonna like just save them with the Naboo starfighter, and um, it the scene still looked awesome, dude. uh, I was so uh, the 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 way the show is set up, uh, they really know how to hype you up because it's true. It's not as epic as the the beginning of season two. Um, I remember in that one the. The aspect ratio opened up, so it was like IMAX sized. Yeah, uh, they didn't do it in this one, but uh, yeah, the, the, how it started with like it didn't even have the the Star Wars TV music that it has nowadays. Right, It was like the armor pounding, and I was like, oh shit! Like yeah. they were really hyping us up, and they were like the armor doing their shit, and slowly like revealing, and then going yeah. out of a cave, going through like a procession. You're like, oh Very my god! Like very fucking cinematic. And you're like, oh, we're back, baby. I uh, thought it was cool, you know, yeah. to focus with the Mandalorians. Anything with Mandalorians is always fucking awesome. And um, some of their costumes look a little iffy, kind of dumb looking, like how brightly colored they are. I know they're just trying to give them like character and variation. Um, I also found it strange. And I, I think it's only the... um. What are they called? The the children. Um, oh, they're the watch. No, no, not children of the watch. The the <laughs> children, the fa- the foundlings. Oh yeah, foundlings. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- they're the only ones with those new helmets that have like the wider T visor. Uh huh. I think they look ugly as fuck. They look like the the Ruby's costume, like Boba Fett. That's just like completely inaccurate. It feels it feels like a a throwback to the like the Kenner toys. Exactly. Well. <laughs> Even no, even the Kenner toys like they they're not that wide, but um, but more like so the like older, the, yeah, the aesthetic and the, the colors costumes have like that wider T visor, so I, I found it kind of like cheap looking. But if it's only the the foundlings, like that's fine because then it's I guess it's kind of like showing like a variation from the normal Mandalorian helmets, yeah. and it's giving some kind of distinction between like their class system with like foundlings and then like you know, the older, more experienced Mandalorian. So I was all right with it. But um, 
it was cool to see like how somebody gets inducted into that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, because they all uh, presumably go through the same thing. Yeah, uh, I was kind of, um, I was like, couldn't this kid cut his hair before? <laughs> I thought the exact same thing as she was putting the helmet on because yeah. you just see his hair sticking out, and I was yeah. thinking, well, I mean, he could get a haircut after like yeah, hours on when his nobody's own. around. Yeah, <laughs> he has to do it himself. It might not come out good. Yeah, uh, and I was, I was just kind of like, because well, as soon as you put the 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 helmet on, I was like, are they gonna show the hair, the hair peeking out? Because yeah. they always do this shit in movies. Whenever a character puts on a helmet, like the everything goes in, tucks in the perfectly. In, yeah, and uh, no, it was sticking out. and even when they take take helmets out, like like Kylo Ren in the in, in the Force Awakens when he takes it yeah. out, his hair is like perfectly quaffed. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, are they gonna show the hair peeking yeah. out? Because if they don't, I call yeah. bullshit. Yep. <laughs> but they did. Um, yeah. So that was cool. Uh, the the the. Initial uh, crocodile dinosaur bullshit. Yeah, um, I was I was really pleased. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then uh, it went on for a while, and I kind of zoned out to be honest of the action uh, before Mando showed up. I was uh, like, okay, yeah, I don't care about any of these people except their armor, and I'm fine with I them. Didn't, yeah. I didn't mind as far as like because you know all of them are relevant characters except for her and Paz Vizsla, but. Um, my thing while watching it was questioning their tactics. Like, why are they facing this thing head on? They all have jetpacks for the most part. Like, get the children inside and yeah. then just start blasting this thing from the air where it can't get you. Like, why are you hooking it with the fucking cables on the gauntlets? And like, what was their strategy? Like, they, they clearly don't, they're not that skilled when it comes to these things because they couldn't do anything against this. Yeah, I also was, wonder if they do. Do they have jetpacks? Because I remember when they got uh, driven out of Navarro. Not all of them uh, did, but did yeah. you see? There was at least like six, seven of them had jetpacks. Yeah, right. And they did take to the sky eventually, but like I, I don't know, right. like that crocodile thing was fucking them up. I, I don't know why they didn't try more with that. I feel know? like that's like the you know how they say dinosaurs eventually become crocodiles in, in evolutionary terms. Uh, I well, feel crocodiles have been around since the time of the dinosaurs. Right. But they say like, they're all kind of uh, cut out from the same cloth. I feel like yeah. uh, uh, this is like a, like a far off uh, descendant of, of the mythosaur. And uh, maybe, and I feel like, um, I, I feel like the, uh, they'll eventually do a syllabus thing when I, I'm recently rewatching Clone Wars and, mm -hmm. um, where, where it's like the, there's a mythosaur like buried deep underground. I'm hoping that an actual mythosaur yeah. comes out eventually. Because remember in Book of Boba Fett, she said uh, that it was foretold that the age of the new age of the mythosaur would yeah. rise again and all that. So And they've been I'm, name checking him since episode one of season one. Yeah. Uh, so it feels inevitable. It needs it needs to happen. <laughs> if I saw that on screen, I would just fucking yeah. nut right there. And it would be humongous. Yeah, huge. <laughs> I'm so excited. And uh, then Boba Fett comes in and saves the day uh, and rides the Mythosaur, becomes Mythosaur the Great. Nah, 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 nah. I don't. <laughs> that would that. be nice, you especially in Mando, not not in. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I hope. Bo I hope Boba Fett steals two episodes at least from this fucking show. I really hope not. I really <laughs> hope not. We don't need it. I don't want it. 
Um, you don't need that. You don't need that. Uh, <laughs> I like I like that. Um, if you if you noticed, um, a lot of the the like when they go to Griff Carter and Navarro, a lot of the stuff they're talking about is basically catching up the audience during the exposition. Right. It was very obvious for people who didn't all the casuals yeah. who didn't watch Boba Fett. Exactly. Wait, which, why is Grogu back with him? I don't get it. Yeah, which they never really. Um, it was a dumb it's decision. Though. I'm not, I'm not going to brush past that. Like they should never. I, I feel like a lot of people are in agreement. They should have left Grogu's return for season three of Mando. They should not have done that in Boba Fett. It made no sense. Yeah, it, was, it also lessens the importance of Grogu having left in season two because that was the entire quest. Right, it was the entire quest. Which begs to the begs the question: What is the quest now? Like we know, it's like for him to go to the mines of, of. But but. The, the quest now is, well, one, to find his true identity, which he's struggling with. Do I, you know, keep, you know, um, repent for my sins of taking off the helmet and stay stuck to this clan? Or it's clashing with the ideals that everyone else is kind of questioning that, including Bo- uh, Bo-Katan, uh, the magistrate, everybody who's not part of it is like, why are you doing this? Like, this isn't your identity. Like you're more than that, blah, blah, blah. So he's struggling with the, the counterbalance of that. And he needs to become a leader. So it it's going to be him basically becoming the leader of Mandalore and fighting to reclaim their homeland. So you think he's going to be the, the, the would be King? Yes. Yes. He's the Aragorn. He, he has to, he is. Yeah, exactly. He is, <laughs> he's fucking Aragorn. He didn't want it. And uh, uh, asked for it, but he's the one with the the fucking sword. And Bo-Katan he is, to be is the hero. It's the stewardess. <laughs> yeah, the literally, tomatoes. because that the, the um, yes, literally. When they when he walks, like I'm jumping to the end of the episode. When he goes into the castle, it's very much like that. Um, that imagery. It's a, it's a king's throne room. Like it's right, and it's that same imagery from Return of the King, like him walking in with Pippin, Gandalf yes. walking in with Pippin. Yeah. <laughs> Permission very, is very not given similar. to you to deny yeah. the return of the king. Yeah. Uh, steward. Yeah, steward. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, that's another another thing I want to touch on later is Bo-Katan because yeah, we'll talk about that uh, later. Yeah, but um, so Navarro, I, I always like uh, revisiting Navarro. I don't know if it was because I was watching it like the 4K TV and all guns blazing, but the mm-hmm. the, the imagery was gorgeous in this, like the production values. It's uh, definitely gone up. It, yeah, it feels like it's bigger. Like if I compare this to like the fucking town square and Tatooine of the Book Bo- of Boba Fett, it feels it, it's like night and day. It's it's definitely night and day. And it's it's, like... it's also angering in that. Aspect. Like, <laughs> like, look, I get it. Like Mando is their flagship show. I get that. But why are you not going to give that, especially with Mando in it? Like, why are you not going to give that show equal attention? You know, right. right. Like, that set was a fucking joke. Like, you could literally see the inside of buildings that was, like, fake with, like, wood, like... Plywood, yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> <it's> embarrassing. <laughs> it was like a stage play, except you could see behind the fucking stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I like... But, I, yeah, Navarro looks beautiful. I, 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 they, they kind of brush off the Cara June stuff. Like, she's now a member of the New Republic, which was, uh, was kind of hinted at in Season 2 anyway. I'm glad they didn't kill her off. Yeah, like, me too. Man, I I really want Gina Carano back. Like, f- yeah. fuck all this out of the show bullshit with her. Like, 
She's allowed to have her own opinions. I don't give a fuck, like, if she starts shit on Twitter. Like, she learned her lesson, I'm sure. Fucking, her, she was a good character, and she made sense in this show. So, I want her back. Yeah, and they're not going to happen, but, yeah. Um, yeah, it'll it be won't. cool. Um, I like, um, I like, <laughs> I like it that Grief Karga has little droids uh, up, uh, up, up in that his That was cave. funny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was always correcting people. Uh, he wasn't the magistrate. He was the great magistrate. Yeah. Or whatever. Grand, 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 grand magistrate. magistrate. <laughs> um, uh, and, and Carl Weathers, like, you, you see him like, oh, he's gone soft because he's, he's, uh, like, like now a politician and he lives like a king. But no, like, when he, when the, the pirates show up, he's still down for a, like, he stands a his ground. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna um, pull the gun. You know, I was always, the, I don't know if it's just his performance or, like, how he talks. It's probably just, like, how he's constructed this character. But, like, he always seemed kind of like a shyster. Like, you never knew if you could truly trust him. Yes. But now I feel like he's kind of pure. Right. Which is interesting because, like, he just ran the Bounty Guild. Like, why did he eventually just care to, like, rid the the area of scum and villainy, you know? Right, well, it's kind of seeded in the first since the first season, because I remember he he was kind of like a scummy guy, and he was gonna betray everyone. But when the child cured him from his injury, yeah, he I think he said it in 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 the finale of season one where he was like, "I was turning you in, I betrayed, yeah. you, but since ever since I saw the child do that thing, I kind of went soft and and yeah." So I, it always felt like he was on a path to betterment. Um, and um, I, I, there's always still like a like a the scoundrel aspect of him. Yeah, <laughs> I just love how every single time he sees fucking Mando, he's just like Mando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a great character. He's a great character. Yeah, I just love Carl. Weathers, and I'm yeah. glad. And I'm glad they 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 have him in, epi- in since the first episode because we had to wait a while in the second season to get to him. And, uh, I'd rather just get all that shit out of the way first. Yeah, exactly. no, I don't I don't want the fucking fillers where, you know, it's just him going on a quest to get shit. And I hope episode two isn't like that. I'm sure because I know I know he has to get IG Eleven's fucking piece, the the missing link right. for But you know what's gonna happen though, right? Like uh he's gonna get uh uh he's gonna go on a detour and uh, Yeah. It, <laughs> the it's ship's so gonna annoying. run out of gas. <laughs> like a show like this does not require filler. Don't give me fucking filler. Just... I never felt like because uh, uh, ever since, and it was this way since the first season, where every episode felt standalone, but at the same time driving towards. Yeah, the first picture. the first season did feel, and like even the very... second one, uh, every episode had like a mini adventure inside the grand picture, and uh, I feel I, I get the feeling from this one. Maybe I'm wrong. That it's gonna be a little bit more linear, uh, yeah. Especially given that they, they've uh, introduced all the characters are like developed enough to where right, you right. Don't really need any kind of yeah. You don't need it. Um, I I don't know. I, I kind of I thought it was kind of a stretch where where he said uh, he needed IG eleven specifically that droid. Uh, it was like that because that's the one I trust, and it's like yeah, but I mean. You could just get another one and, and, and develop a bond and start trusting them. And I think he's become more sentimental, right? And he respects IG Eleven's sacrifice for them 
and he knew how much of a protector role he served with Grogu when he was like the caretaker of him yeah. like, for that short period. And he's also really good in a firefight because he could fucking spin around and shoot, you know, multiple angles and shit. But I think it's just a good way to get that character back. Like I wished yeah. previously that he like returned somehow. So this this is good. Somehow RG Eleven returns. Yeah. Um yeah, I I get it. It's good because the character's back and everything, but I just thought it was like, well, I need this one specifically. It's like, no, you don't. Like that's a that's like a that's a cop that's a way to get the character in, yeah. That but it, it like is it really justified in the narrative? Like if you were being pragmatic about it, you just get another droid. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know they gotta. Um, and I love the when when they revived him that he went lo- like old Terminator on them. Yeah. Like yeah. dragging on the on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah. And they threw the baby like it's a football. Yeah. And I'm like this baby was jumping around. Like dodging blaster fire, he knows. <laughs> like he can do it. <laughs> he doesn't. But Mando do- didn't see him do that either. Right. True. Uh, that's another thing I want to touch upon because uh, I feel like they're they're leaning a little bit more on Grogu, the the scene stealer. Uh, like he's like he's always doing something on the side of, of every right. scene. Yeah. Like in the in the in the first season, There's, he was just there. He was a character. They're um, using him as like slapstick comedy. Yes. Almost. And they're doing the Jar Jar thing where Jar Jar was always doing some dumb yep, shit in the background. Yep, exactly. Um, which, I, it's fine. He's just cute. I get it. It's really but, fucking cute. It's, um, it's hard to, like, be annoyed at it. Yeah, I know. But it's, it is it is like, they're, they're, I feel like they're leaning too hard on it. Whereas, um, I felt more organic in the, in the first two seasons to me. Like now that like Grogu knows he's cute, he just, he just, and he, yeah. it looks like he just wants the attention. It's right. like he's a, a scene stealer effortlessly. You right. don't need to to do the you don't thing need that swiveling in the chair or like uh, um, what else did he do? Like he was trying to eat the candy, um, you know, yeah. or, or like fuck with the with the droid repair. Oh, that's another thing I want to bring yeah. up. The, okay. the droid repair people. Um, <laughs> I know what you're going to be. Freak species. The Bubba Freak species. No, they're real. I really like those guys. They're cool. They're cool. Bubba Freak uh, is pure. Um, <laughs> that wasn't actually Babu Frick, though, was no, it? No, I know, no, no, no. It was just the uh, same species. Yeah. That's a, that's one of those things where I'm so fucking grateful that they're they're including stuff from the sequels in a way that feels purposeful. Yeah. Um, because even though he's like in my Babu Freak and that species is in my opinion in the worst Star Wars movie, they still use it and effectively and um, well that was always one of the highlights of that movie yeah, anyway like Bobby sure. Frick was a funny like good little character in that movie you know yeah even yeah. though the movie itself was shit yeah he was a highlight yeah yeah for sure um but i like that i, I like that they're, they're including uh rise of skywalker I mean, they were doing it since the first season because the the force healing was also something that i remember that episode in the movie that came episode out, came out right before yeah, yeah. So um, that works out uh, really good. Um, I like having those little people there. I feel like uh, um, it, I really hope they, they kind of flesh out on, on those little subcultures yeah. Yeah. in the Star Wars universe. Um, I want to talk about the, um, the Purgles. Um, the Purgles? The Purgles. Purgles. 
How do you pronounce it? What are, what is well, what are you referring to? I don't know what that is. The space whales. Oh yeah, I forgot their name. Sorry. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I yeah I was like oh my god they're actually doing it as soon as as soon as I saw like the tentacles I was like wow yeah. fucking baloney. That was an amazing way to show them because and and if you if you noticed they couldn't have done this in any other way in any other ship. Like the only way you could visibly see them was if you were in that ship because that ship since is like an basically like an open cockpit uh, concept, especially for Grogu, who's just yeah. like in a, in a glass dome. Because you could you he could always see, see in front yeah, of you. You can exactly see the sides of hyperspace. Exactly, and I thought that was that is a good point. I didn't think about that, and I was like, that's such a clever way to 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 like include them. And you could always just say they were they are always they are usually always around there. You just never see them because you're only looking forward. Yeah, uh, uh, and um, and it, it's just like a little throwaway reference. It seems like so, but if they're showing that shit, this is gonna be the key it's, to solving the universe. Teasing, it's teasing Ezra <laughs> and all this stuff to come. I don't know if it's gonna have any bearing on on the Mando in this season or any Mandalorian. Seasons. I don't. I honestly don't think so. I think it's just like world building and like tying everything. Together. Maybe, maybe it's just world building. Yeah. But for sure, it's going to play into the Ahsoka show then. Yes. Um, which also makes me think, are they going to include Ahsoka in this? I don't know. Uh, um, maybe. Maybe. maybe like, I think Sabine. I think Sabine will definitely be in it. Sabine is a, is a, is a good pool. She, um, um, I'm pretty sure in the... Oh, fuck. What was it? The GQ Insider or one of those magazines. Um, maybe Esquire. I can't remember. Um, the cover that had all the different Mandalorian helmets to tease like the show and like yeah. with the article about it. Um, her helmet was on the front cover. Oh yeah, with with all the other helmets. Okay. So I'm gonna guess she's gonna be in it. Yeah, and it's also a a, a good point of connection given that she held she wielded the the dark saber for a little yeah. bit in the in Rebels. Maybe she'll maybe she'll visit uh, Bo Katan. And that's how we'll get her intro. True, true. Uh, baby Bo-Katan, given that Bo-Katan was the one that, that connected Mando to Ahsoka, maybe she's the one that's gonna hook up Mando with uh, it's Sabine. Like we need the help of some Mandalorian who knows this shit. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, it, I want. But it doesn't want... look like Bo-Katan is getting out of the house that much. <laughs> she looks not, pretty not depressed. <laughs> She's very depressed, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I I want them to hook up, dude. Who? Bo-Katan and Mando. Oh yeah, it's not gonna happen. They, they got they got to do it. Why? Because she's fucking. You know. <laughs> she's yeah, but 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 uh. Does does Din Djarin think dude, that? I don't the, think Din Djarin. The king needs a queen, dude. True. I guess. <laughs> and she was already kind of a ruler of Mandalore, so like, you know, they'd be a power couple for yeah, sure. But it all went south. It did. I, I feel like I feel like uh, um I don't know. I, I'd be interested to see what happens when Din Djarin meets Sabine. How how well, she's well what, what what as far as that? What do you mean? Like uh, um what how do they feel about each other? She's she's too young for him. Why? She's way younger. She's like, her and Ezra's age is like early 20s, isn't it? At this point, probably something like that, yeah. Yeah, by this point. They were younger in Rebels. Yeah, but uh, 
so how old was Mando when he like he was ten during the Clone Wars or something? When he was yeah. founding. So it's probably He's in his like late thirties. Yeah, and so it's like a mid twenties. Like dude, like Han Solo and Leia, she was like nineteen. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> that was also underlining like That was in the seventies. Harrison Ford was banging her out of fucking his you know, cheating on it's, his marriage. It's especially creepy, um, now that you what if it was like Obi Wan yeah. and Solo happening at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like Alden and little Leia. I know. Um but anyway. <laughs> Not important. <laughs> <laughs> um I love the the space whales getting teased. I love that we didn't see them outright, we just saw like their silhouette. Um yeah. That was really cool. That's a that's a cool way to introduce the concept into the Mandoverse, especially for yeah. people who who don't follow the show. Uh, seeing it through the eyes of Grogu, who don't know who don't know what they are either. Yeah, I thought the 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 fuck the the pirates were kind of like the I like them, but the the costume of the the main pirate the main guy, the 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 like the mouth the the thing. It looks weird, like the lip syncing. So, so they tried to. It's, it looks like they, because he was focused, especially in close up. It looks like they really did more makeup and stuff on him. Yeah, because he had to have like more speaking. Yeah, in close up. Yeah, um, you could tell around like his eyes. They they really put more detail into it. But can we talk about that for a sec? The why is that species and the dog? species always the clatoonians why are they always like hostile enemy type characters they're always pirates they're they're all uh, like the pirates or scum and villainy like they're always like all of them in every show since they were created like they're never just like you know casual people walking around like they're always like bad people there's no clatoonian jedi (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not that we've fucking seen or like a regular well, citizen who just works in 8 to 5 <laughs> you just you just don't see any of them unless they're being like scumbags yeah this is true. it's a little racist if you fucking <laughs> ask me I never thought about it but it's true but we also haven't seen like there are a couple like that like uh, like the huts they're all gangsters and uh, the, the, now, that, now that we're talking about that by the way yeah um I remember upon viewing, um, do you remember the Mando season two episode where um, they're on like the train heist and the the pirates are raiding the ship and Mando has to fight them by hand? He's wearing like the Imperial outfit. Oh, well, with Bill Burr? Yes, with Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when those pirates are attacking them, they're all like... Burr! Yeah. Same exact sound effects that the butcher Clatoonians use when they're rushing the uh, the office of the the dude Mando just beheaded in in Book of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, same really? exact sound effect where they're just like. <laughs> Never noticed that. Yeah. No, that's weird. But I feel yeah. like they reuse all that shit all the time. They, like yeah. the 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 Wilhelm scream. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a classic one anyway. Cl- yeah. Um, I hope they always use Wilhelm. Yeah, well they didn't in the last Jedi, I remember. Because they were different. Um fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um I I thought the upper lip of the particular henchman character, the the main pirate character was kind of weird. 
it was kind of static. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, the actress buried in makeup, so it doesn't yeah. really register a lot of movement mm-hmm. uh, in that way. Um, right. But I love that they're going for it. I love seeing more aliens, especially after Andor, even though I love Andor. I love that they're embracing. It feels like the, like what the original trilogy had no fear of doing, which was like that feeling when you went into the cantina. There when, was like one human or two, you know, a couple humans surrounded by aliens because that makes you feel like you're in a different galaxy. Right, like you're in the shit. Like I hated how many times recently we've been in these Disney shows where there's like fucking Kenobi, dude. Oh, my God. There was no fucking aliens. Yeah, there were very few. Like in Tatooine, when when they're walking around, like yeah, it was all fucking humans. Yeah, it was just like uh, humans in in makeup and like in robes and shit, or yeah. like they they covered their faces so you didn't tell they were human, but they're all humans. Yeah, uh, we had like lazy. a single Jawa Tika, yeah, <laughs> which was it was great, uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, we don't we don't see that enough. I feel like and that's one of the limitations of the TV schedule because if you watch shit like the Clone Wars or all the animated stuff, given that it's animated, they can do all sorts of sorts of uh, uh, great creatures and aliens yep. and uh, because it doesn't matter. But given the practicalities of live action filmmaking, in these shows, they're always uh, uh, going light on those. And I feel like this is the the biggest they've gone for it uh, um, with uh, the pirates and. Uh, all the little creatures. I really like the the Captain Pirate. I love that character. As soon as speaking, I saw him, speaking of that, yeah, very very interesting. So he's a pirate, sort of like the King of Pirates, a leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he looked very much it, it instantly. Jones. Yes, yeah. I it instantly about it. reminded me of Davy Jones. The way he's like, kind of like part of like seaweed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Davy Jones had all the tentacles, but he also had like parts of um, like the sea yeah. on him. Yeah, you and know? he had a little bit of a limp, so he looked like yeah. a like like a pirate, like with a pirate uh, leg. Yeah, it um, was a very interesting decision they made with that. I love I that. We're definitely gonna see that guy again. Yeah. Um, and I'm, so I'm, down. I'm hoping that it it'll be the intro of Hondo. Yes. 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 He's he's uh he's notably absent in all the new in material. Everything, yeah. Because he should be in the Bad Batch. He, I was just gonna he say should he should be definitely be in the Bad in Batch in this fucking show too. Like, and yeah. I think it's just a matter of time, especially if they're it's, if they're dealing with pirates happen. now. It's, it's gonna, gonna happen this season. Let's let's call it right now. We're yeah. we're calling it. That's yeah. our speculation. And they already have like the he's he intros one of the rights at Disneyland, and they got an actor. Yes. On the prosthetics and everything, so like you already yeah. did the homework. Yeah, just have him plug him into the show. It's perfect for the story. He's one of my favorite uh, characters on the any of the animated stuff. I yeah. always think he's just so fucking funny. And if he you have the Davy Jones funny. character, imagine what it would be like to have the the Jack Sparrow character, just like that mm-hmm. pirate who's a swindler who's down on his, on his luck every time, yeah. and uh, he, he's just like an idiot, uh, but he thinks he's hot shit. Yeah. <laughs> we need that little Ugnot with him too. Oh yeah, yeah. What was his name? Um, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> but he. Oh yeah, that would be great. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for that. That needs to happen. Yeah. Um, and we already had an Ugnot in the with the uh, Nick Nolte in season one, so it's already all in the wheelhouse 
of the that's of, true of this show. Man, they killed that character off way too soon. Like, he yeah, was a great character, but it felt he's just fucking awesome. It stung because they he was such he was yeah. really liked, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah, he was a good character. And I have spoken for him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was great, great. Um, but I like I like the pirate aspect aspect of it. Uh, I like that we see th- that like that that design of that guy that looked like Davy Jones, instant. It won't be instantly, instantly. Yeah, yeah. I love. I love that we're seeing more uh, um, uh, dog fights in space. Dog fights are bar none. Like that. W- if it was very reminiscent of the Jango Fett Obi Wan fight right. in uh, Attack of the Clones, and I liked that. Yes, yes, and we need more of that because we don't get that enough in in the shows. Yeah, we're and, not. Which I understand because of the budget and shit, but yeah. But Mando, it's like they're especially with no movies right now. Like they're pouring all their money into this. Yeah, and um, kudos because it didn't look bad. It, it like it looked. It looks great. It looked, it looked great. great. Yeah, it worked. It was great. Um, I was almost hoping for uh, like Boba to come save him. Not for my bias against Boba, but no. I really wanted. I wanted it to perfectly tie in with the Attack of the Clones scene. Yeah, and to have the uh, seismic charge go off just suddenly, just like to save him. Oh yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. I know. Um, thankfully, <laughs> do you do you think Boba's gonna show up in this? Ah oh, man. Well, so the only things they've laid down, all the track they laid down, and uh, he needs the droid to get to the mines of Mandalore, right? Yeah. So, and if, in order to get the droid, he needs the fucking piece of the droid, which I don't know where he's getting that piece. I don't know if they said it. Um, they didn't say. So yeah. So uh, and. Uh, for him to get, uh, think think about that. He can go to Peli. True, which will he probably which is do right next to I Boba. Think, I think we saw and, her in the trailer, didn't we? Uh, yes, yeah, yes. So he's definitely going trailer, to Tatooine. So, so he'll go to Tatooine. It would be weird if he goes because to Tatooine. Why would he not go see Boba? Yeah, catch it, us up with that ends of Cobb Vanth. Remember, because we had the teaser that he was still alive. Right, so we, right. So we kind of need to see Boba in some fashion. I heard a lot of people say that uh, they're probably Cobb is going to be the new the new Cardoon, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, fi- that would make sense. Fill that role, yeah. Fill that. Uh, uh, being the marshal, he is the marshal after. Mm. I didn't think about that yeah. until you just said that. Um, yeah, because Grief Cargo was talking about how he needs a new marshal. Yeah, but but that would be interesting because why would Cobb Vant doesn't really strike me as a guy who would leave his hometown. Yeah, but I mean, very tied to the people of Freetown. Yeah, but now that Freetown is everything's run by Boba, they don't know no longer they need that protection necessarily from him. I don't, I don't maybe, I don't know. Or, or and and after his uh, incident, we don't know where his headspace is at after healing. Uh, and I think he's getting mo- modifications anyway, right? So he's, yeah, they got the mods on. So um, <laughs> so I don't know what's gonna what is what is he gonna be like. After all that shit, is he gonna be like fuck? Uh, like I, I don't need to be here anymore. I'm not needed here. Or is he gonna? Um, I don't know. It, it could be interesting. I feel like he's coming back definitely because they teased him at the end of Boba Fett. Yeah, he'll be back in this season. I mean, yeah. Um, and he's also one of those characters that is very loved. Uh, who was great very character. loved very quickly. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant's great. And I gotta give credit because he's a character that originated in the novels. Yes. Um, 
and they had the the balls to pull him in. Same with Crescenton. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. they're probably gonna do that with uh, with some stuff here, um, like in the in the crossover of of in the timeline with this, because we know we're going to Coruscant. I'm just speculating now forward, but uh, uh, I feel like um, maybe we'll see uh, some Sith eternal eternal shit. Wait, what do you mean we're going to Coruscant? Well, it was in the trailer. Was it? Yeah, it was like Doctor Pershing know, hanging out in Coruscant. For for once, I didn't like break down the trailer. Yeah, me the neither. way I normally do, where I like sit there and you know study each frame. I I was just like, I didn't I didn't feel like hyping myself up and then like having to wait for the show. I was just like trying to be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna let it do its thing, and then when I watch it, I'll watch it. You know. Uh... Yeah, Coruscant is Doctor Pershing was hanging out in Coruscant, and I think that the the what's the name of the 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 guy the cop space cop who who was always in his X wing? Oh God, uh, that guy Wolf? No, no, something Wolf. It is something Wolf. Well, yeah. no, Wolf. Wolf is um is Filoni. Yeah. Uh yeah. Anyway, oh. that guy. Um, he's I think also in Coruscant, uh, and he's like warning everyone about. In- incoming shit. Uh, so and they're all playing it up to the, I think, the First Order thing. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be, the like, the trajectory is that everyone knows weird shit is happening and the, there's some a hidden uh, uh, th- a phantom menace, as you, maybe you could say. Uh, but, and, and I feel like at the end of the, the whole, this whole ordeal, the Mandoverse, everyone, it's going to, Thrawn is going to come back, and they all think, since they defeated Thrawn, that they defeated the that Phantom Menace. But what they don't know is that there's secretly another fa- like you know, like they yeah. they think the main bad guy is Thrawn, but they don't know it's really Palpatine. I I don't want them to even try to get into this. I honestly like you know there's surrender one- to it because it's happening. If we can get tiny little things to tie into it, that's fine. I don't want like them to have to explain everything, you know? Like, I'm just no. so done with it that I'd rather them just tell a complete story within this timeline and not worry about the f- fucking First Order and all the bullshit to come. Um, it, Like, it, it's just not needed. Right, but it, it, it's not Mando's story. It's, it's going to be addressed anyway. Because, uh, but uh, that's baked into the, the DNA of this show from the very beginning. Because... Uh, <clears throat> You can see all the the cloning experimentation is kind of like the main drive of this show, and we all know where that where that leads, or we all uh, assume where that leads. And also the the, the uh, everything you do with Luke has to pertain to that. Like even the the fact that he built a school. Um, yeah, like I get that, and th- those little seeds are fine. But I'm saying like we don't need giant explanations to start popping out and like plot points to explain something that those movies should have done right right i don't think they'll do that uh, uh give that much context yeah um and to be to be honest i feel like the show hasn't really even given context political context in it of itself like yeah. the, the new republic is very very lightly touched upon in this in these it's shows. literally just the x-wing pilots yeah and carson, um, carson tiva is the uh the Asian dude. Yeah, because I remember I watched uh, oh yeah, Carson Tiva. I remember yeah. I watched this show with my brother, and he was like, "Wait, who rules the galaxy right now?" 
and uh, it's been like two seasons in, and you still don't know because they it's really they not public leads, right? But it's it's uh, it's very like lightly touched upon. Like if it was George Lucas, he, he would, we would have scenes in the Senate. <laughs> 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 These people um, explaining shit, uh, yeah, very <laughs> very obviously in your um, face. Yeah, yeah, very in your face. Uh, but yeah, um, I feel like the the episode was was pretty cool. I didn't love the uh, some of the the stuff I saw with the like with the spectacle, the action in, in the beginning, um, and um, I don't know. I feel like there's not much to to digest. There's out of not this. there's not a crazy amount. I'm kind of pissed that they didn't release two episodes, considering how short it was. Even though at the premiere. They showed two episodes. Yes, and apparently everyone that went to that and their reviews are saying the first episode was good, but the second one was the, the one the that sold one. us. So that's so that's giving me hope, right? That it's not just a filler fucking side quest, you know? Yeah, for sure. No, it's gonna it's gonna I think it's gonna set up the the show in a bigger way. And I also it, it, didn't you feel this way? But so he's gonna go to IG to find the piece that IG is missing. So he goes on his quest. And then he runs into pirates and he fights the pirates. And then he go after that scene is over, he goes to see Bo-Katan. And I, yeah. I was like, this scene with Bo-Katan at the end of the show feels like a, 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 a scene from a different episode that they just it was oddly Jerry placed. rigged. Yeah, yeah, into into this one because it like, had nothing why would to do. He go there. Yeah, it had no no logical had progression. Yeah. Um. I also well, yeah. I mean, in but in a, in a way. He needed info about Mandalore, and he had to because he's never been there. He also right. needed to find out how to get into the caves. Right, but also, but it, it yeah, I, I get that. But it, like, that's not his most pressing thing at the moment. It's like I need to find the droid part, and it, and he and he, if he feels he needs a droid to get into Mandalore, then that that would suggest that he already has done some research on how to get in there. Otherwise, why does he know he needs a droid? Um, I don't know. It was just—it was a weirdly placed scene. I, it's, a, it's a cool scene in and of its own. I just think needing IG Eleven is not needed. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, why does he need IG Eleven? Yeah, that, that's this thing that I was like, that seems kind of thin. A thin. Uh, they, a thin... they just didn't really explain it because they just want to bring the character back. Yeah, it's that, basically it. Taika Waititi's just Somehow... getting shoved into our assholes. Yeah, <laughs> well. <laughs> Oh dear! Um, uh, somehow, IG Eleven returned. I feel I, it, felt, it felt to me like that. It's like, oh, yeah. we're gonna bring him back, and that's it. Yeah, because yep. he's cool, and we like Taiga. Yeah, um, I love that's the directing it. of the show. Um, I think uh, uh, Rick Rick Fumai Fu, blah, blah, blah. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he made uh, some of the greatest episodes in the first the two best seasons. ones from yeah. Uh, who and I feel like he has a great sense of humor too. Yeah. Uh, like really dark sense of humor, and uh, I'm really enjoying his direction. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, I, it, it's weird. There's no Filoni episodes this season. Uh, he writes oh, one, he writes one of them. I think I think episode seven or so. But he doesn't... I remember seeing the list of directors, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, he. I he, think I think it's because he's focused on, on Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. Which I think he's directing the whole thing. Which rightfully so. I mean, it's. Of course, yeah, that's his baby right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, I feel like we're probably gonna be more excited coming out of episode two. 
Um, I really want to see where the 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 pirate stuff develops into. I really hope yeah. it's into Hondo. It has to. Yeah. It, it fucking has to. Uh, I know we're seeing more Mandalorians. And um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's, as I say, there are suggestions, but there's not really a, a very clear. I feel like this would would have been, as you say, better as a two two episode premiere. Yeah, uh, or at least a longer first episode. It right. was very short, and the, you know they always seem to do this, like recently with Mando and Boba, where they spend a lot of time in like they don't they keep the scenes going longer than they should. Right. Like stop dragging this out when this isn't important like advance like give us more right um yeah i agree i especially felt it in the first scene uh in when during the yeah. action during the action yes. yeah because that all the build-up was great with the the armor and walking down and doing the whole ceremony i was yeah. like i'm this is what i want this is like i want to see my star wars like I want to see cultures inside my. I want to see the anthropological side of George Lucas's brain. Yeah. Inside of this, how societies function. Speaking inside of the Star Wars universe, yeah. Um, a good topic for discussion is a good topic for another time. No, it's for <laughs> for this time. <laughs> um, what do you think the armor's goal is? Because if she's kind of like, like you know, she's being. Very hard on Mando, obviously, because he broke the rule, which is kind of a bullshit rule anyway. But if she was kind of saying that he can rule Mandalore and she wants the Mandalorians to be redeemed and return to their former glory, what does that mean for in her? Like, what is her vision of that? Because if Bo-Katan is saying that the splinter group, such as the Children of the Watch, um broke off and did their own thing and that's the reason for the downfall of Mandalore. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. What, what would what would the armor's goal be as far as that goes cuz she doesn't seem to care about and it it also is weird if she's saying like she's obviously saying she knows Bo-Katan or knows of her. Yeah. And Bo-Katan and all the other Mandalorians take their fucking helmets off all the time. Why is she saying that Mando is no longer a Mandalorian just for taking off his helmet. Like, I know that's their rules for their specific sect and fucking cult, but she she obviously knows that other Mandalorians take off their helmets, and like, what, just what the fuck is her goal? I feel like uh, she's one of those hard-ass, like, uh, uh, fundamentalists who probably, is, who sure. probably doesn't uh, uh, consider Bo-Katan and, and all those people, like, true Mandalorians, you know? Uh, she's it like, just stupid. they're all like, you know, it's like fundamentalist uh, uh, Christians, like to put an example, who are yeah. like, they're all having sex out of wedlock. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like, we don't, we didn't stay in the fucking 17th century. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I, like, if if I look at it, I, I think like she's like the Yoda of, of Mandalorians in the sense that like, she's like the, the keeper of the, of the lore and like the ultimate yeah, uh, um, Mandalorian person. I don't know um, what her goal is. I feel like uh, would probably be to to return Mandalorians into that form. Whereas the uh, she wants them all to fall into those beliefs. Yeah, but does she want 
them to reclaim Mandalore? I don't know. Or does she only care about rebuilding their little fucking sect and like getting more members? Which clearly she did since Yes. Uh Boba Re- Fett. Reproduction, like any other uh uh, uh church. They just wanna spread them the their yeah. their fucking beliefs right. all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and which which uh, um which is interesting, especially considering the time frame the story is set on. Where there is no empire, there is a new republic, but it's like very, it is not, it don't have, it doesn't have control over everything. Right. And, um, well, there is the splint, the the remnants of the empire. Right. There's too. a remnants, but uh, if you look at, for example, what they set up in the, they set up with the Jedi that the Jedi like take children from when they're toddlers because they're force sensitive. Then they they do that setup exactly with the first order. When they they take children when they're like uh, uh, they're really small, so they don't remember their families, and uh, right. I feel like um, this is a very similar situation where yeah, she's probably going after as far as like the foundlings, they're probably going after um, orphans and shit like that where yeah, they don't really have family ties. Yeah, so I feel like that maybe this her her ultimate goal is just to to get uh to get children. It's interesting also because um, talking about children, uh, there's a big aspect of the show, which is uh, Grogu is a child, and he has to decide that uh, what if he's going to be a Mandalorian or Jedi. He's kind of the nexus point, I guess. He is the new Tar Vizsla uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. because he has Force powers. Um, he trained in the Jedi Temple. Then he trained with Luke. Yep. Uh, and he's also a Mandalorian, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I don't see him wearing that helmet, though. I was I was just going to ask, <laughs> do you think by the end of this season, Grogu will have a Mandalorian helmet? No. And it's, I mean, he is a foundling. He's going to need... No. But one, on well, one great theory... If, he's going, if Mando is going to keep following the rules. Yeah, no. I, one great theory that I saw, which I really hope it comes through, uh, is that, uh, that they're going to do, do IG-11 is going to be Grogu's mech suit. So he's he's inside the the thing. No, I'm for this for real. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yes, I would no love the Hulkbuster. It would be great. That would be fucking ridiculous. But it, yeah, but there's no it, way. Yes, that's the best because uh, he's like the that's like IG 11s whole thing is protecting the child. Like, what's more protective than literally being around if him? <laughs> if it's only for one scene where Grogu like fits inside his stomach and then I he just like holds like the yeah and like he's shooting people around and the child is like using the force it's like there'd be like a fucking wrecking ball people would go ape shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that would be such a dangerous combo um it'd be amazing and that could be Grogu's version of of having an armor (laughs) (laughs) I'm down for that um I really 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 hope that happens um I feel like uh uh the armor. I feel like at the end of the this show, maybe I don't know if this season, but at the end of the show, everyone's all the different Mandalorian sects that are driven apart are gonna rally behind uh, 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 Dinjarin because it it looks like he's being the connecting point between all the different Mandalorian sects. Right. And that's that's exactly what the I think his the king. path is. Yeah. yeah, he needs to rally all the all the groups together become the leader that he's meant to be um 
And just like Bo-Katan tees with the Darksaber, like wave it around and they'll follow you. Yeah, and if you look at it, the, the, this show has always done a thing where, where every, like in, if you think about season one, he learned a little bit from every side character he ran into. Yeah. And and he upgraded himself, not only physically in his armor, but like right. uh, the teachings he learned, like what he learned from the uh, Nick Nolte and uh, different things he, he learned from yep. from even the child himself uh, or like the family in the, the Akira Kurosawa episode. Um, I feel like if you look at what his allies are doing, Grief Karga literally took like a, a, a piece of shit land that was ruined by the Empire like burned down by by Moff Gideon in mm-hmm. some aspects, and he rebuilt it. And I feel like that's that is foreshadowing the fact that Din Djarin will rebuild Mandalore uh, atop the the ruins, uh, right. especially and especially they're they're like now alluding to the fact that maybe it's not poison because one of the things they said is like it's poison, it's poison, we can't go, it's radioactive. It's but, obviously not gonna be. And then he's like, "Well, so how do I have this rock?" And like, apparently, like this is all. It could be just imperial propaganda. Um, I think that's what it is. They were fearing Mandalorian uprisal. Yes. And you know, it spread throughout the galaxy that the planet was ruined and no more, so that they couldn't come back. Yes. And why does the Empire want that is another thing. Is there something in Mandalore? Like aside from Mandalorians themselves as culture? I don't, think, I don't even think um, that the Empire is mining or doing anything on Mandalore. I think they were just the biggest threat as a warrior race. Right. And they're trying to keep them disbanded, not connected to each other, because if they rally together, then they'll be strong. Right, right, right. That's probably it, but I'm just trying to drive into like there's like a secret mythosaur down beneath the ground or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I doubt it. <laughs> but I do hope a mythosaur eventually shows up. Uh, and also, this is a very Godzilla thing. The Empire nuked the shit out of uh, Mandalore. Maybe there's they woke up a mythosaur down below that has been slumbering. Uh, this, this it all it all fits. Silobis was the same shit. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, I'm excited. My my gears are running. Um, I like it. I, I think this season will, will look bigger and better than the previous ones. It, it yeah, seems like. for sure. Uh, I feel like uh, uh, Hondo is probably going to show up. I wonder if they're going to have like a big Luke Skywalker type cameo. I, it seems like they might. Uh, maybe oh, Leia. Leia would be cool. Uh, because if they're going to get into the political side of things, uh, and if they're going to Coruscant, maybe they could uh, touch base with her. Um or if they're doing Hondo and the pirates, maybe they could do Han and Chewie. Especially now that the, in the Indi- that would be awesome. In, I think in that the Indiana be... Jones movie, they're de-aging Harrison Ford anyway. Yeah, I think that would be a closer possibility than Leia since Carrie Fisher's dead. Right. Obviously, like they don't need her, right. but I think just ethically, like right, right, right. Harrison Ford's clearly cool with them using younger versions of himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure Peter Cushing was also. <laughs> <laughs> He's rolling in his grave. <laughs> Imagine he like hated Star Wars and was like, I don't want anything to do with this shit ever yeah. again. And then, then he dies. He's dead. That would probably be like a, uh, if they do Alec Guinness, where you know he wasn't fond of being in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, so imagine if they do like an Alec Guinness. <laughs> that would be like, he, he would be rolling in his grave. Confirmed. <laughs> no, I mean, 
he didn't really care for Star Wars, but he didn't hate it to where like he said he never wanted to do it again. I don't know. I mean, um, I, I remember it was in the. I think he did a, a book. He wrote a book, uh, and I, and then he did like the audiobook recording. And there's this great recording on YouTube. You should you should pr- please look it up. All right. Where he's talking about an anecdote where where. Uh, <laughs> Where, where some child and 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 his mother come up to him in the streets and they're like, like, oh my god, it's you! Like, uh, can you please have like I have seen Star Wars more than like the mother said, like he's seen Star Wars more than a hundred times in theaters, and uh, Alguin is just like taking it back. It's like, oh my god, what is happening to society that this child <laughs> is watching this shit for a hundred times in a row? <laughs> uh, because he he always thought it was just like lowbrow. Uh, right bullshit uh given that he's like a shakespearean actor and all that yeah. jazz and then he was like okay i'll sign your thing your i'll autograph your thing as long as you promise me never to watch star wars ever again oh my god and then the child bursts into tears that's that's fucked up man <laughs> and then in the in the book he says like maybe that was cruel but uh but i thought that the child should grow up or something like that uh so i definitely at the end probably wasn't that fun <laughs> he was probably fond of the money, but oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, that was a, I just needed to put that out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Do you have any uh, last thoughts before we sign what, off? What um, rating out of ten? What would you give it? Oh, how about a respectable uh, eight? I would say seven. Yeah, I was gonna go yeah. seven point five, but then I thought about it. Like, yeah. Not bad, not fucking mind blowing. Yeah, I'd say maybe this is good. Seven point five. It was good. It was good. I am um, excited for more. Yeah, I am excited. It's, for it's more. nice to be able to look forward to Wednesdays again. Yes, you could say people have been looking forward to Bad Batch, but you could say that. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, and it's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> which we will release <laughs> yes uh, but anyway so yeah guys let us know what you think uh about... they never let us know yeah dude. i know they never let us know. we should just stop asking <laughs> but it was this just a courtesy uh <laughs> let us know what you think um of this season premiere of 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 the mandalorian season three and as always may the false be with you always Thank you.